Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon Mm -hmm. because they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up? Good morning to you. Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app. Hope you're doing really, really, really well. Get ready for spring, although major snowstorm headed basically across the United States and the Midwest all the way to the uh, Northeast. It, I know last week it was in the 70s in the Northeast and not so much today and in the coming days. we got a lot to get to. Our guy TJ Hushmanzada joins us in about 20 minutes. We'll discuss with him the Cowboys being intrigued by a quarterback in the draft and uh, so many other NFL issues as we're now you know we're over a week out from the Super Bowl Chiefs won again and we'll see what this year's offseason brings considering the last couple years offseason has really been as much movement as we've seen in the NBA we've seen in the NFL uh Rob you know like look we you have your show it's called the odd couple which airs every afternoon on the west coast evening on the east coast along with super talented Chris Broussard my show is the Doug Gottlieb show it's a daily three to five Eastern time and 12 to two Pacific. Um, so I, I've, I've waxed poetic on, on the Eric B thing. He's the commander's new offensive coordinator. Uh, but it, it, it feels like the narrative from so many in the media is, well, the only reason he's offensive coordinator, not a head coach is because of the color of his skin. Where do you fall on the Eric B uh, discussion. Well, I mean, the NFL obviously has a problem. Can we agree with that? Do you agree that minorities don't get the same opportunity that white guys get? Uh, I don't agree with that. So you don't you, okay. you think every white guy's gotten hired has earned their keep and and a league that's seventy five percent black? That's it's not seventy five percent black. Okay, seventy percent. It's not seventy percent black. What is it? What it's is like it? Like fifty fifty five. Okay, that's not, that's not really the point. 50, okay. Yes, it is the point. It's not the point. And, and because that's what not, the, not not the point because the players don't. It's not that that doesn't translate automatically to that percentage of people wanting to become coaches. No, but it's but it's okay? still because but that's where you would get people who have played the game. Often, not all the time. I think that we would look at if you told me the NHL had ninety-eight uh, percent white and the coaches were seventy-five percent black. People would look at that and go, "That's pretty strange. That would be weird." Would you Would you agree with that? If seventy-five percent of the 
coaches in the NHL were black, would you look at that and think that was strange? Uh, yeah. Okay. It would be it would be weird okay. uh, because of the number. But again, like what what's not taken into account is almost every coach played football. They just didn't necessarily play in the NFL. Okay, and so they went into coaching when their career got over. So the numbers skew completely differently once you get there. Okay, because the so overall you, pop- the population it, in the United States is thirteen percent. But are you saying that race never plays a, a factor in there not being a black coach in the NFL to law? Uh, Art Shell in the uh, in the nineties or when when was he hired in nineteen? Uh, I got to get the exact year. You're telling me that Art Shell. Being the first black coach that long for a league to be that that was just happenstance and because oh, black listen, guys didn't want to be coaches is that well, what you're saying? Well, let's let, let's let's if we're gonna go back, yeah, I want to go back. If we're gonna go back historically, okay, historically, and Archell was hired in 1989, okay, so we want to go back historically, um, seventy pre 70s and 80s. I would say absolutely, and because of it, and and honestly, the biggest issue was the quarterback position because so many of these coaches are former quarterbacks. So many of the offensive coordinators are former quarterbacks. Okay. But what, what we're in a place now where I don't believe it plays any sort of factor at all. Not, not at all. And I know that from having spoken to NFL GMs and then you have the actual, Oh yeah. They're going to tell you that. Oh yeah. They're going to tell you, yeah, we're not hiring black guys. Cause, so, uh, so, so what, what I, I'm so, just, so help, help me out with, help me out with this. Okay. I want to make sure that hold, that hold on, hold on, hold on, help me out with this. Okay. So a, a multi-billion dollar business now all these NFL teams are worth billions and billions of dollars. Okay. And they only really have one marching order. This is not college football. This is not, you know, where, where you have to, where it, our, our donors are boosters and their level of comfort. The only thing that matters in the NFL is one thing, winning football games. That's, that's all that matters. Well, they've done a terrible job hiring a lot of uh, bad white coaches. They've hired bad and white we, coaches. And, and we hold on, hold on. Hold on, Way hold on, more bad white coaches. I'm just Doug. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Wait, the Cliff, the Cliff, Kingsbury, Cliff Kingsbury got run out of Texas Tech. And he he falls into an NFL job. What, okay, what, is so, that true so, or not? So, so did Cliff anybody did anybody Cliff, who had a on. cup of coffee in a sweet hold roll? On, hold hold on hold on, I, hold on hold on. Okay, let let's 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 have the Cliff Kingsbury discussion for a second. First of all, he actually made the playoffs with the Cardinals. Okay, that's not better. what I'm talking about, hold Doug. On, to get on. the job. Okay, so but wait, you have a problem with him getting the job? That's fine. Then you should celebrate when Saban got the job when. Urban Meyer got the job when the, the, the point is, okay, Cliff Kingsbury actually made a whole hell of a lot of sense. If you paid attention to what they were trying to do in Arizona. Did you see his record at Texas Tech yes, and what happened yes, to every yes. season? Did you did you look at that? He's at every Texas season. Every okay, season look, they tank, dog. Listen, listen every season they tank. Okay, can we can we at least I can we can find an easy. I want to have a conversation. I so do want to have a conversation. To, you have to stop talking to have a conversation. But, but I want to say this before we get there. All I want you to do is just to, I want you to at least acknowledge. That there's a race issue in this country when it comes to black people getting this at the same opportunities. Not in every situation, but not in every situation, but oftentimes. I just, we don't, we don't, it's, for it's whatever not, it's, reason, it's simply, it's, listen, there are no listen. black owners to hire people. I'm, I'm okay, telling so you. The, okay, so you're making a determination 
that because there's not black owners that they don't hire black coaches when it, <laughs> it just doesn't work that way. Okay. But let's, let, let's, let's, because so the black owners are okay with their coach, with their quarterbacks and their teams having black players, but not their coaches who have to like, that doesn't have anything to it's do with it. It's a different playing field, Doug, when it comes no, to, it's, no, it's yes, not. it me, is. Yes, okay, it is. And I'm going to tell start, you, let's, Doug. Let's start before. No, 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 I, no. Now it's my turn. You got a chance. You said there's a race problem. Okay. And, and and regardless of previous hiring practices, okay, um, th- there's a lot to it. Let's start with Cliff Kingsbury. Okay, if your argument is because he wasn't successful in college, because he lost his job at his alma mater, he shouldn't get an opportunity in the NFL, that's fine. But then you can't make the argument that, well, hey, that that, that is a, a determinant in success in the NFL. Here's why. Okay, because the most successful college coaches that we have had, Steve Spurrier failed, Lou Holtz failed, Nick Saban failed, Bob Petrino didn't last the season, etc. Like we go through, there is no, there, they're a different sport. It's a completely different game. And what it takes to be successful in the pros is merely about relationships with players and X and O's. It's not about all the other stuff. All the other stuff matters a whole hell of a lot more recruiting and boosters and getting overall support and and winning the university. And basically, like all those guys, Saban, etc., they have better players than the other teams. And they're really good coaches. And they build really good staffs. And that's how they've been better than everybody else in college. It doesn't work that way in the pros. You got to get the quarterback right. The players have to want to play for you. That's it, period, end of story. Okay, so the idea that, well, he wasn't successful in college. So what? The guys that weren't success, that were successful in college been bad in the pros. Okay, his, he was hired. His marching orders were, hey, we got Kyler Murray. You know Kyler Murray. Can you make Kyler Murray work? And when Kyler Murray was healthy, it actually worked. Now, Kyler Murray turned out to be a pain in the ass. Okay? And they made a, a lot of bad decisions. And they lost their job. Okay? But the, the, if you, if you want to just say overall racism, like, it's totally unfair. Because you said, well, certain instances. Uh, let's just take the Eric Bieniemy, Eric Bieniemy situation. Okay? Like, the idea that racism is keeping him from being a head coach, head coach is laughable. It's it's embarrassing. It really is. Doug, have you been in any of the interviews with Eric Bieniemy? I have actually have, have spoken, you been in any? I, I have, have you been in I any have, interviews? I have actually spoken to two general managers. And they told had, you he can't coach. Is that what they no, told you? He's a fraud. They, that's not is what that they what they told you? He can't. That's not what they told he can't you. get an do opportunity. Actually, do you actually I'm want to know what you. they said? Or do what you did they say? Yeah, tell me. Yeah, I want to hear. Tell me. They said. So Eric Bieniemy's reputation in the NFL is. He he is a he isn't he is not a uniter. He is a guy that can be seen as very divisive. Okay, that's his his reputation. His reputation is he's not beloved. If there's a lot of Vic Fangio, I don't know if you realize Vic Fangio was a defensive coordinator for 30 years in the NFL before he got a head coaching job for two years in Denver with no quarterback, and now he's back being a defensive coordinator. So there actually is a, a precedence for it. Okay, so the first thing is his reputation is that of a guy who not necessarily uniter. He, everyone knows that he doesn't call plays. No one actually knows what he does in Kansas City. But both of the guys that I spoke to who interviewed him said that wasn't really an issue. Like, we didn't know if we'd like him. We didn't know if he'd win the room. Okay. We didn't know what he did. But both of them said, okay, that in comparison to other candidates who advanced in the search, okay, in comparison, like there wasn't a there there. There wasn't a clear vision and a clear plan that was aligned. Okay. And 
And you know the way that jobs actually work. Okay, this is the way it actually works is you hire people that you know, that you've worked with before, that you respect, that you like. Correct? Is that the way generally jobs work? Uh, yes, that is the way that they work. And you okay. know what? You also could put out a false narrative when you want to on somebody because it's not an exact science. And and, and I want to push back on your whole idea that, Wait. oh, the only thing you want to do in the NFL is win. So, that's it. so you have a black quarterback and you have black players. Yes, because that's a level playing field. Because, Doug, if this country is what – 75% white? What is it? I don't even know. And if it was just about putting white players on NFL teams, then they would be filled with them. But guess what? When you when you line up... It's a meritocracy. When you line up... Football is a meritocracy. When you, li- you play based upon who's good enough. Exactly. And that's okay. not how they pick coaches. And that is the, that's the problem. Wait, is wait, that wait, you wait, don't why? know. Wait, hold, you don't pick you don't coaches know. based on anything Look, other than there have been, your there have relationships. Been, there have been... So... so Okay, so let's go back to the, the premise before. First of all, if Kansas City wasn't going to bring him back this year, why did we all forgotten that Kansas City wasn't going to bring him back? That was widely reported that he wasn't going to bring him back, that Mahomes and him didn't see eye to eye, they weren't going to bring him back. By the way, Matt Nagy's on that staff, and everyone who covers Kansas City, who knows that organization, okay, will tell you that the guy who's going to be the next head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs is Matt Nagy, who didn't succeed. Okay, so again, uh, is, is Kansas City racist for trying to promote Eric Bieniemy elsewhere and not wanting to, why couldn't they just name him the head coach in waiting for whenever Andy Reid retires? Of course they, 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 they could. They don't want to. Okay, Ryan Poles left Kansas City as the GM of the Bears. Last year, he had a head coaching job open. And I know Matt Nagy was a previous offensive coordinator at Kansas City, so could have made it. Did, a he, did he call plays in Kansas City? Uh, no, no. Okay, just curious. Wait, wait. Okay. So, so is Ryan Poles? No, I'm just asking you. Because I, I didn't, didn't say he's wait, racist, it's, it's, Doug. Don't yes, put, you did. Don't put words in my mouth. You what put I, them in my mouth. You what said, I said you to said you that is NFL that NFL has a is has a racist, racist history. It does, Doug. Oh, okay, that's what I'm saying. So don't try to act like oh, okay, everybody so, gets so, jobs so be, on merit. That's my point to you, Doug. Everybody doesn't get jobs on merit. There are a lot of guys who have had tell me tell me the guy tell me the guy who had the easier track. I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm there were a lot of, there were a lot no, of coaches me, just just pick a guy. There, there were a lot just of pick coaches. A guy. Who was the Giants pick. coach who was like a special teams coach? He wasn't even a coordinator. Okay, so so I can go on and on, but no black guy get jobs so, like that. So, okay, Joe so you, Judge. I would have rather okay. have Judge Judy. Okay, so so Joe Judge. Okay, so he's a special teams coordinator with the New England Patriots. Okay? So how do you get the job? Let's go through it. Who's the head coach of the Baltimore Ravens? Who's the head coach of the Baltimore Ravens? Who's the head coach of the Baltimore Ravens? His name's John Harbaugh. I know who it is, but I don't want to go Hold on. Hold on. John Harbaugh's previous job was what with the Philadelphia Eagles? He's a special teams coordinator. I get it, but this is the problem. No, you don't. Yes, I don't get it. Black people aren't You actually don't get it. They aren't in that circle, and that's the problem. I agree. They're not in that circle, and you keep... No, listen, you hold on. That's the whole idea. The Rooney rule is garbage. It's a dog and pony show to bring black people in, and they go hire who you want. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It's the worst thing I've ever... I would never go on a Rooney interview. I wish somebody would tell me to come in and do a dog and pony show when they already know who they're going to hire. Okay, How so, disgraceful so, is that? Okay, so so let me tell you where the Rooney Rule does work. Okay, Brian Flores had not yet become the defensive coordinator of the Patriots. There was a job open, and 
the one of the GMs I talked to said we brought in Brian Flores. This is the year before he got the Dolphins job, and he goes and he call, he actually texted me, "Hey, call me. I found a guy who's going to be great." And I said, "Who is it?" He's like Brian Flores. He's going to be the coordinator of the Patriots. He's like a little young, probably needs another year or two of seasoning. It's like, but man, he was really, really impressive. That interview would not have taken place without the Rooney Rule. Now, I would, I would completely agree with you that there have been some that have been dog and pony shows. There have been some, okay? But the overall idea of the Rooney Rule is to get more people of color in that circle where you establish relationships. And that's exactly what happened is Flores did interviews the year before he got the Dolphins shot. By the way, Flores- Doug, have you ever gone on a by, job- by the way, by the way, Flores, no, I've never gone on a job interview because it doesn't work that way in our profession. Okay, so okay? you've never been on a job interview where they say, well, we're going to hire this guy well, anyway, yes, but actually, Doug, come actually, in. Actually, I did. Come actually, in I anyway, did. Actually, I did. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. There's an NBA team, NBA team, okay, that had needed a color analyst, right? Um, needed a, a, an analyst for their hometown network, okay? And I was told before the job was ever named to a guy who's a, a friend of mine, and he's, he does, he's, does a good job. I believe I'm better than him, but that's okay. It's two years ago, in the offseason, I went and I did an interview. I did uh, a game for them. I had to prep for a, a game. I had to prep for a studio show. I did all that stuff. Okay? Even though I knew, I was told okay, by everybody I talked to, hey, dude, y- you didn't play in the NBA, and you're not of color. This is not going to happen like you're wasting your time because the league the league wants former players and because of like you said the past history of people on TV uh, people of color not getting opportunities that's a reality to it like you're not going to get this job and i went through the process one because i wanted to go through the process and see what it was like and two because those people that were in the process you never know if they may need you for a game or they may get another job and you did a really good job. You're totally professional and you, you put yourself in that conversation because they're outside of Doris Burke and I, I can't think of anybody else. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Sarah. Uh, oh for, the, gosh, for the Nets. Yeah, she's awesome. Right. Like those are the only two people who are analysts in the NBA who didn't play or coach in the NBA. And so I was told like, hey, dude, you ain't, you ain't getting it. You ain't, you ain't getting it. And of course I did it. Sarah okay? Kustak. So I, yeah. Sarah Kustak. Okay. So who's, and, and they're both very, very good broadcasters. Okay. But I was told I wasn't getting it. So I do know what that's like. I do, see, under, see, Doug, I do understand. Doug, this is, this is the issue that I have. And I think it's the arrogance of this. You, you say that you didn't get the job, even though you're better than a person because I, they I believe went, no, no, I'm okay. I believe it's okay. a subjective profession. Okay. It is I, very I believe, subjective. I'm definitely more accomplished. Okay. I've definitely done it for, for longer. I think that I'm better. But this is so. what I've heard my whole life. Anybody who's white who doesn't get a job is because they got to hire black people or they got to do minority hiring. No, I've never heard a white guy once say to me, I didn't get the job because I wasn't good enough. It's always because they want to uh, they want to uh, give the brothers a chance. Or you remember Rachel Nichols? Yeah, you could do whatever you want, but uh, don't don't mess up my gig or whatever. You know, you because you guys have bad uh, diversity numbers or whatever it is. It's always the same thing. Not that we've worked and we've put in our time and energy and and done what we're supposed to do to get opportunities. I feel I, I was turned down for plenty of jobs. 
jobs or didn't get the opportunities that I would have gotten had I been white. I believe that. There are situations and circumstances. I do. I I understand. uh, There's there's situations. uh, I'll give you. I was up for the head coaching job at Oklahoma State. Mike Boynton got it. I did not. Okay. And he got it because of his relationships with the team, his relationships on campus, how people had viewed him. And oh, yeah, by the way, he's done a really good job handling some really, really hard stuff. I'm not that guy. You ask me, I truly believe, like, I think I'm, that's that's how I, I, I operate. I think I'm good enough. I know I'm good at what I do, and I'm more accomplished than him. Again, I haven't been a hater on the dude getting the job. I'm telling you the reality of what I was told going in. I was told when I was at ESPN, like, hey, dude, we'd like to use you on, on the set. But the way the set works is you got to have a former player and a former coach, and you, you can't have three white guys across the board. doesn't work that way. And at the time, the former coach was white. It's and, so uh, funny. I've seen plenty of shows that have had uh, four white guys on the set. Uh, tell me, I, tell me, tell me where that exists. I, it, before are you, before I got into this business, oh, it was no, everywhere. No, no it question. was everywhere. No are question. Yeah, but how long ago did you get in this business? I've been in the business thirty-seven years, but Correct. I remember Correct. those days. And, is and, what I'm and, saying. And 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 what I would tell you, Rob, is I ag- agree with the writing of the past wrongs and equaling out the playing field. I do. Okay, but but you have to you have to do it. You you can't sit there and go like, well, Eric Bieniemy's not getting this job because the league is racist. Okay, you have you have the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, their GM is a former Chief guy, and he brought Eric Bieniemy in, and he brought Shane Steichen in, and he needed an offensive guy. That's what they wanted, and they decided on Shane Steichen. All right, so they have, and if Kansas City loved him so much. Why'd they let him go? If Kansas City loved him so much, why didn't Indy hire him? Why didn't Chicago hire him? You have to answer these questions. Okay? And so you can, you can tell me that historically the NFL has some racist issues quarterback-wise. And I think that's a big part of it, right? Because especially backup quarterbacks, that's who be- they become coaches. Okay? But in the context of Eric Bieniemy, it just lacks in any sort of substance. And we all fall back on it because – nobody is calling these general managers and say, hey, take me through why you selected who you selected. And they'll give you the reason. All right, well, more on this upcoming. TJ Hushmanzato will join us. We'll get his thoughts on the hiring practices of the league. That's fair. He played in the league. All right. That's next on the Dan Patrick Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite.
Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love pick six. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DP Show for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DP Show. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Doug Gottlieb, Bob Parker, and for Dan, the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. You know what we should do? We should just bring TJ Hushman's out to continue this conversation. I'm, my, uh, my IG is blowing up with, uh, with all different sorts of, uh, of, uh, of, of comments. What are people saying? That I'm a sugarer? Is that what they're telling you, Doug? Uh, everything, everything goes from I'm a racist to you're a racist to this is a great conversation that America needs. Okay. Good. So, then we did our job today. If it's a great I'm conversation. Not, not done. Not done. You got to okay. keep going. TJ Hushman's out joins us. Hush, you ever, uh, you ever play for Eric, Eric Bieniemy? Was he ever coach? What's up, Hoosh? How y'all doing? Good, man. We're good um, now. Now that we got a buffer, but with you we're, on we're the good, show. Period. Did no, you no, ever? Did you ever play? Did you ever play for Bieniemy? Never. Um, I don't. What? I don't know him personally. Obviously, uh, I mean, we all know who he is, but no, I've never been around him. See what type of coach and person he is. Uh, TJ, here's the issue that I have. Okay, I'm not saying that Eric Bieniemy automatically has to have a job and you got to interview and there's all kinds of other things. But my issue is just in the NFL in, in general. Like, they keep moving the goalposts. They got all these opportunities of, uh, I, I, you know, you'd have to show me the black guy like Jeff Saturday getting a job with no experience walking out of nowhere because he's drinking buddies with an owner. I just don't think there's the same equal opportunity for black people, black people, guys to coach in the NFL and that's my biggest issue you know if you're going to tell me that Eric Bieniemy, uh well he's never he's never called plays but you got four or five other guys who've gotten head coaching jobs who've never called plays and that can't be the reason to X him out you know and that's why I have an issue there's no consistency where are you on the NFL opportunities for former players to be coaches and head coaches and do you think it's a level playing field Oh, it, it isn't. It life isn't fair. Life isn't fair, and so it's more so who you know than what you know. We all know that. And if it was good for Doug Peterson and Matt Nagy, why isn't it good for Eric Bieniemy? But this is what happens. You, I don't recall, and correct me if I'm wrong. I don't recall a player that played for Matt Nagy and Doug Peterson saying, 
oh man, I don't know if they, they're they're going to be a good head coach, man. Uh, they didn't call plays, and but when you have somebody like Michelle, Lashawn McCoy on television, basically saying, "I'm not so sure this is a great hire for the Commanders. I wouldn't want him to be my head coach," type of thing. That makes that gives you some reservations about is he the guy for the job because you don't hear this about these other coaches. And then we don't know what's being said behind closed doors. Yes, Andy Reid is saying all the right things publicly. We don't know what's being said behind closed doors. Thanks. We don't know how Eric Bieniemy is interviewing. And so do I feel like these black coaches aren't given the same opportunity as white coaches? Yes. But I do not like it when, because it's Eric Bieniemy, it's like, oh, my God, this is ridiculous. It's something that's going on because he's interviewed numerous times. And he's not getting jobs. And then you see LaShawn McCoy, oh, man, he'll cuss guys out left or right. I done been on teams. You cuss the wrong guy out, you got to get security. Look, look, I mean, Hoosh, I love it. First of all, that's his, just so you know, Rob, that's his reputation in the league. Okay? That he's, he's, not, he's not a guy that brings people together. And, and again, that may work for some teams. Some t- teams may make it. I mean, like, Matt Patricia never played in the league. Right, but he tried the my way or the highway thing in Detroit. Yeah, but, but it lasted. Hold on, it lasted about five. It lasted about five minutes. The point TJ you make, which is the best one, is, and this is where no, I I fall to all these insiders. None of them, none of them have at least openly shared what I shared, which is call a GM and say, hey, take me through the process, take me through why he didn't advance in your process. And what they said, and Hoosh, what they said was, hey, look, man. In comparison to other dudes, we liked him, okay? We didn't care that he didn't call plays, like didn't matter to us, but there just wasn't a lot of substance. It wasn't a, you know, when you, when you, when you do these interviews, everybody's got to be aligned, and they gotta, you have to have a vision that's shared by everybody in that room. That's the way it actually yeah, works. Yeah, but see, but, and but, you, just brought, like, but you brought up the perfect guy in Matt Patricia who you said didn't play in the league, right, got an opportunity because Bob Quinn was the general manager of the Lions and they worked right. together. And, right. and, and again, was, and, and he was the, a defensive coordinator with the Super Bowl champion That's team fine, but he was the Patriots. But that, but that right? doesn't so mean wait, that automatic. Hold, hold on. Hold on. No, Rob, so, so again, I use the same argument. So you have the Indianapolis Colts have a general manager who was in Kansas City when they built this team and he was there. He had a chance. Eric Bieniemy was one of the one of the final candidates. He hired Shane Steichen, not him. People make mistakes, Doug. Oh wait, wait. So, people make so, mistakes, so, Doug, and people so, ever so, make mistakes. So, so the so the the Colts now who they've hi- they had Jim Caldwell, they had Tony Dungy. Now is race a factor, or is it that they preferred somebody else? Ryan Poles works with him. Okay, goes to the Chicago Bears. They have a young quarterback who he's not Pat Mahomes, but there's some Pat Mahomes to how Justin Fields plays. He has a chance. The guy who is a run game coordinator, a guy who's been around. He didn't hire him. Okay, and you have the reputation that even Shady McCoy shared, which is a real reputation in the league. I, again, why do you assume, why do you fall back on the race? Race has been an issue. I don't believe it's an issue in this particular situation. TJ, we want to hear from you because we don't. We'll argue, I just, we'll argue your we whole segment. Race is always going to play a part, but the enemy has been a candidate for years. And again, I know I played for black coaches, and I've had a black coach literally tell me, "If you watch interviews, and this is what I'm telling you is a true story. If you watch interviews, 
you never hear black players praise their black coaches, but you'll hear white coaches praise their white coaches. I had an African-American coach tell me this. And I was just like, huh. So then I made it a point in my interviews to praise this coach. Because when he said that to me, I was like, ah, yeah, you're right. I, I really don't hear it. You know, so-and-so coach got me prepared. He did. You rarely hear it. And so I made it a point to give him his credit. This is always going to be a problem. And the only way you can really get you got to be so you got to be D'Amico Ryan's former player, personable defense was out of this world yep. opportunity. How, how about Todd Haley when he was a coach in the NFL? Can you give me his background, Doug? Todd Haley. I mean, he he was abrasive. He didn't play football. He comes. He was a go- he would play golf. He played, he, was, he played golf, and the only reason he got his opportunity because his dad was a player personnel well, Rob, director. I will say this. I will say this. Back then, when Todd Haley was coaching, and now, they're not going for those type of coaches anymore. These coaches right. that get in your face, and it's a new age coach. You have to, they're younger, they're personable. When they meet with you, you gravitate towards them. They just have a way about them. That's where the league is going now with this head coaching stuff is these young, personable coaches that their personalities just galvanize you when you meet with them. That's what it seems like to me. Uh, by, by the way, Rob, if you want to go Todd Haley's his background, he, he was a golfer, okay? And he was in the league for 15 years. His dad, he was oh, in the league because his dad was a, uh, with the Jets and Steelers. That, okay. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Eric nobody Smoker's- else has nobody else has that resume of being a golf a golfer in college and getting an NFL head coach. Name the black guy who played uh, lacrosse who was an NFL head coach. It just didn't happen. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, uh, I mean, I look I, like we could get into Quezzi Adolfo Mensa, who was Gesundheit. Uh, he, who's well, he's the general manager of the Minnesota Vikings, um, who was a brilliant guy on Wall Street left everything to go work for the San Francisco 49ers and now is the GM of of the, the uh, of the of the Minnesota Vikings. So there are different backgrounds in which you come up. And yeah, his dad got him into the family business which was football and then he worked his way up and he was offensive coordinator of the Cardinals and that's when they had Kurt Warner and that's how he got the job in Kansas City and he lasted 2 years and then he was out and because of his personality you know, he never got he never got another opportunity there. Like again, he was in the league for 15 years. And he worked his way up, and he got an opportunity. Like, like again, there, there are plenty of people with different backgrounds. And that's why the numbers skew is because the background of former player, a lot of former players don't want to go into coaching because they don't want to go be a scout. They don't want to go be a low-level guy. They've already done, they've done the NFL grind. Yeah. They want to have a real life. And so the numbers in terms of percentages of, of black candidates skew. And the league has done a Same better thing job. Same in college, right? That's why there are no black college coaches, Doug. They don't want to do the work. Is that what you're saying? They don't want to put the work in? I never said they didn't want to do I never said they don't want to do I'm asking you, do you think there's a race problem in college football when they hire? Uh, coaches or not? Yes or no? I think the numbers are obscenely okay. low, but I, and I also think again, there's there's a there's legitimate reasons towards. Let's it. call Jim and Caldwell so, and ask why he's not uh, a head coach you, in the NFL because of his health. Jim Caldwell's not a head. Hold on, Jim Caldwell's not a head coach because of his health. That's the only reason why. Okay, he shouldn't have gotten fired in Detroit, but he's not a head coach currently because of his health. That's it. He's beloved in the NFL. He would have a job today if he if if there wasn't fears about his health. That's it. 
It's the only reason. Sorry. Go ahead, T. Well, I know you guys are having a spirited discussion. <laughs> I love it. But this is what I will say. I believe part of the reason a lot of former players don't get into coaching is one is what Doug said. We don't want to start in the basement because I've played for plenty of coaches that they didn't know more than me. They taught me the game of football, but they couldn't get me better at my position. Yep. But part of it is we see what's going on. A lot of us, have, they aspire to be head coaches. You're not going to get a head coaching job unless you're a quarterback coach or you're on the defensive side of the ball. The majority of former players, they're going to be a receiver coach, a running back coach, a tight end coach. Very rarely are you a quarterback coach, and that's why those opportunities, they aren't available. And so it's a catch-22 there's a ton of former players. Myself, I would love to coach, but I don't want to start in the basement because, and this sounds really cocky, yeah. but I know the game of football. I just look like this. I understand the game of football. I can teach the game of football. I'm about to walk on this field right now and teach the game of football. But we don't want to start in the basement because we feel we've gone and been the GA from our years of playing, and we put the grind and the work in, but it's not it's not looked at that way. I, 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 Hoosh, I couldn't agree with you more. I'm the same thing with basketball, right? Like, I've had discussions about being a head coach and be like, well, why don't you go take an assistant job? Like, well, because I, I don't want to. Like, I've played and covered the game for, you know, my, my entire life, and I'm in a position where I can pass on some opportunities be, you know, and maybe wait for a, a bigger opportunity. I, I get it. I think, Rob, there's a lot to it. And I also think the part that Hoosh got to, which is, a, which is a real and valid one in terms of race, which is quarterbacks are a position that generally, especially backup quarterbacks or low level in terms of Division One or college quarterback, pro quarterbacks, those are the guys that become coaches. And because you had a, you know, up until, you know, mid-80s, early 90s, because there was definitely a race issue at quarterback. Hey, you don't have the litany of former quarterbacks that are black. You don't have the Byron Leftwiches of the world are few and far between. And I think ultimately that will even out. The only thing that will stop that from happening is most of the quarterbacks that are are uh, you know, are of of color in the NFL. They're making so much money. They don't want to go coach when they get done. They just want to be. They want to be stars when they're done. Like Russell Wilson's not going to be a coach. He doesn't want to. He could. Pat Mahomes is not going to be want to be a coach. He doesn't have to. He's going to have five hundred million dollars in the bank. Does that make sense? Yeah, but there are a lot of other people who don't have that. Every every white coach isn't some great uh, former white player. That's that's the issue, that there are black people, believe it or not, Doug, who love football, Agreed. who would love the opportunity to, to work their way up like a lot of these other guys who have been given opportunities and family members and the cronyism and the nepotism that goes on in the NFL. I mean, that's a big problem on why black I mean, people we, aren't we, in those positions I, to even work their way up. That's Bro, just we the go, fact. We, we, we go from having a reasonable conversation to all the labels of cronyism and it's whatever. True. No, I mean, is it like, cronyism in the league, TJ? Yes or no? Everybody oh, we, knows each we other. All, we, all, we all know that. But what, this is what I will say. Doug names pretty much all-star type quarterbacks. Right. Now, there is there's one former quarterback that D'Amico Lyons just hired. Yep. Uh, Gerard Johnson. Let's see. Let's see how this plays out because he wasn't a household name. 
He played at Auburn, kind of bounced around in the league. D'Amico Rise just hired him with the Houston Texans. We'll see now if he can advance and move up the ladder like others in his position have. Time will tell. And so that's one guy that he isn't a Russell Wilson. He isn't a Pat Mahomes. Let's see if he can move up in advance. But we all know that it's a problem. And you can complain about it. Just figure out a way. It's not going to go away. There's not one African. There's not one African American owner. Until that happens, um, these things are going to remain the same, and we can cry about it or we can do something about it. I'm about uh, trying to figure out a solution, and, and let's see how that works instead of complaining about it. Because complaining, nothing has changed. We've been complaining about it for years and years and years. Still, nothing changes. T.J. Hirschman's out. Check him out on a show called Up On Game. You can download it. It's a podcast and radio show every Saturday here on Fox Sports Radio. Plexico Burris, LeVar Arrington, and our guy T.J. Hoosh, get on that field. Get those guys running those routes right. Hey, we'll man, talk soon, okay? keep up the great work, man. Spirited conversation. But like I said, I'm walking on the field as we speak. All right. We're about to get these guys better. All, All right. right. Get, get them better, Hoosh. We'll talk Lakers next time. Coming up next, wait to hear what A.J. Brown said about Jalen Hurts. That's upcoming next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Dan Patrick Show rolls on Fox Sports Radio along with Rob Parker. I'm Doug Gottlieb. Uh, Rob, I thought this was this was interesting. Um, A.J. Brown um, had this comment on the Eagles needing to pay their quarterback. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. 
like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. And I'm about, what I'm about to say, you do not pay this man. Just ship me off wherever he finna go. <laughs> it's over. I'm, I'm telling you. Package deal me <laughs> with him. Listen, so you talk about pressure, how we get it done. Get it done. <laughs> so, so there's the A.J. Brown saying, pay the dude or I walk. Now, remember, this is A.J. Brown who forced his way out of Tennessee in order to get paid uh, in Tennessee. And I, I don't think there's anyone who didn't watch Jalen Hurts play this year. Be like, you know, that's your, there's your quarterback. Like you don't have to overthink this thing, but the just pay him whatever doesn't really align with reality. Where, where would you be on, on Jalen Hurts on what you would pay if you're Howie Roseman? I, I would wait another. There's no rush. I, I, I wouldn't rush to do it. I would probably wait till one more year and then make a decision and then pay the guy. But I don't think there's a rush in any standpoint. He can't go anywhere. It's not like you're going to lose him or you have to make a decision. I don't think there's a decision to be made. There's there's no rush. A lot of guys didn't get paid right away. Uh, they rushed and paid Kyler Murray. I, I think if would they want to do over there, uh, he forced the issue in the offseason off coming off a terrible playoff game. I remember Chris Broussard and I, we both said I, they would, we both would have waited. This is before they actually did it. So I'm not saying Jalen Hurts played great. I love what he did. I love what he did in the Super Bowl. I just loved how he played. But but his day will come and he'll get paid. There's no doubt that he's a quarterback, your franchise quarterback, but I don't think you have to pay him this offseason. Well, remember, it's, he's not on a first-round draft pick contract, so it's not – you know, it's he's not entering year four is the end of this year is is the last year of his rookie deal, as opposed to first round draft picks that have that fifth year option. So I disagree with you in terms of the timing. The timing's different than uh, than Kyler Murray. My thing is, again, like if, if Jalen Hurts and he's a really smart dude, like there's a guy who who gets all the aspects of it. Right. Um, you know, again, it's how can I secure my own bag, secure my own future, while still allowing, figuring out a way that's team-friendly enough that Howie has money because they have, they got a lot of free agents and especially a lot of super talented free agents. And so there's a balance there. That's where me and you separate. I'm not giving anybody a hometown discount. I'm not going to uh, let the team figure that out. That's what they need to do, not what I need to do. You know what? They told Patrick Mahomes to take less, and then they told Tyree Kill, we don't have money to pay you. And he and he went on his way. Now, they won, and it worked out. But this whole notion that you should do team-friendly and take a discount and do what's good for the team, bad general managers can make bad deals, spend, spend the money poorly. How does that affect you? How how why would you like to feel you? I tell you, Devontae how, how Adams you. went you to went to the you Raiders, right? Here's to go it, play with his quarterback. Here, Guess where affects, he is now. Here, here's how it affects you. Okay, we judge everybody in sports, with the exception of how you judge Tom Brady. We judge everybody in sports based upon their level of success. Your historic value is based upon. Is what Dan your Marino team- a great quarterback, Doug? Yes or no? Was he one of the greatest guys ever threw the football? Yes or no? 
I believe. Yes or no? Hold on. No, it's not a yes or no. I believe he was, but he's not even mentioned. Didn't even play in the all-time greats because he only played in one Super Bowl. That's fine, but he He, was at one time. People would put him in that conversation of being a great quarterback. I know we all want to make it as all about Super Bowls, but it's just there's still great players. The Philadelphia Eagles had Carson Wentz. He was on track to be an MVP. They went all in on him. It's been an abject disaster ever since. And Jalen Hurts is the only one who put out the fire. For Philadelphia, and I do think that Jalen is better than Wentz, okay? But for Philadelphia to walk down the same path would be ludicrous. It'd be the definition of insanity. He's Rob Parker. Check him out on The Odd Couple. Check me out on The Doug Gottlieb Show later. This is The Dan Patrick Show. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.